I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, in the third episode of the Great Migration, we travel from a small cluster of villages in Tamil Nadu to the agrarian flatlands of Burma to an urban home in Bangalore to trace the contested legacy of the Chettiar community and learn the lessons it holds for us. This is all from Burma, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see this, uh, this this should be from 1940s. Mm-hmm. It's from then. Uh, in fact, could be much older to that. So these are things which I have preserved. This has come from my grandpa, and I've ensured that I hold on to it. Uh, there is some Burmese love to it because my dad uh, in a Madre house was quite a huge house. So we used to have this in a better way, mm-hmm. but. since now i've come this is my own house right so i thought i'll actually it's high time i showcase so it's in a, during a function we actually keep these flowers you know over this oh okay and uh, there's there's a lot of history to it mm. see for me that's the whole point in fact many said you should get this gold dipped and all that mm. but no i didn't want to mm. i was like we got to leave it as, as it is, is mm-hmm. as is now this is all from burma this is an avatar that buddha the king when he was about to renunciate that's this okay so this so is this something this is from the point where he was sitting under the bodhi tree exactly okay. where he re- he was like i renounce everything i don't want to be the king and all that hmm. so that was the avatar hmm. so that's something uh, i really preserve far away from burma this conversation is taking place in a high rise apartment in an area of bangalore which saw development owing to the it industry led migration into the city the gentleman whose voice you hear could easily pass off as yet another young entrepreneur wanting to make his mark but as with all of life there is more than what meets the eye jaise mai talking about a pair of bronze elephants whose trunks face upwards where the snout is shaped in order to hold flowers elephants are extremely significant in buddhism according to the buddhist legend queen maya the mother of gautam buddha dreamt that a white elephant with six tusks entered her right side which was interpreted to mean that she had conceived a child who would become either a world ruler or a buddha but the tasks of an element went beyond just dreams this is something that is more to do with our tradition right uh, this is from burma as well okay this is ivory if i may be allowed to say yeah. but it's more to do with uh, i don't believe it now but since it's been passed on i have it the hmm. so intricate artwork and all that Uh, never have we showcased this right but i thought it's high time i actually showcase it hmm. uh i'm totally against all whatever it is the poaching part but these are some things which was amazing so i'm holding but these are all from bama okay and uh, i'm sorry i didn't read this is lord uh, krishna krishna right this is lord krishna and uh, this is something which was you your this is something your father or grandfather picked up grandfather and uh, so this was a lord krishna creation in bama in bama A Burmese artist would have carved this out out of ivory. Yes, understood. Yes, what he said was right. Jaisema's grandfather migrated to Burma probably at the dawn of the 20th century. 
Jaisema is a passionate preserver of artifacts that he has from those times. I am yet to meet a more reluctant preserver for his conflict of owning ivory and preserving the memories of his grandfather were a constant companion to our conversation. But by no means his ancestors were the lone Indians who make their fortune in Burma, in the multitudes that Indian history holds. A lesser-known aspect is about a people who reside in less than 100 villages in Tamil Nadu, but once owned a financial empire that straddled both South and Southeast Asia. If you belong to the north of the Vindhyas, it's very likely that you have never heard of them, but you may have sampled their fiery lip-smacking food, more popularly known as Chetinad cuisine. Just like Tamil Nadu is the land of the Tamilians, Chetinad is the land of the Chetiars. In 1826, as the first Anglo-Burmese war waged in the region, the Chetiyas arrived in Burma. They were identified as traders of pearls, arrack, cloth and rice in places like Sri Lanka and Calcutta. However, they were not only traders but rose to power in Burma owing to one very important occupation, banking. Around 1808, they established their first banking firms in Malacca, followed by Penang and Singapore. Ceylon or erstwhile Sri Lanka was their gateway to Southeast Asia, where they not only made their fortune, but ended up gifting us a few culinary delights as well. The idiyappam or the string hopper has a Sri Lankan influence. A far lesser known dish, kavuni arisi, a black sticky rice pudding, has Burmese flavors. At the peak of their power in the 1930s, the Chetiars had 1,650 firms in Burma. The economist Chinmay Tumbe, in his brilliant book India Moving, A History of Migration, notes that Chetiar families would send out agents to remote places and occupy the position of the local village moneylender. Almost all the big families of Lower Burma had a financial connection with Chetinar through these agents. Agents were young men who worked for three years and tried to maximize their returns from lending. After accumulating profits, they would become independent and have their own agents. Interest rates ranged from 10 to 40% and this became a point of contention. Here is the testimony of a local Burmese woman when she was interviewed during the Burma Provincial Banking Inquiry of 1929. Tersely and pointedly speaking, Chetiar banks are fiery dragons that parch every land that has the misfortune of coming under their wicked creeping. They are a hard-hearted lot that will wring out every drop of blood from the victims without compensation for the sake of their interest. The swindling, cheating and deception of Chetiyas in this country, particularly amongst the ignorant folks, are well known. And these are, to a large extent, responsible for their poverty in this country. The Chetiyas were the chief providers of capital to Burmese cultivators throughout the colonial era. However, their interest rates were lower than what the indigenous moneylender charged. Burma during those times had no formal banking system. The capital they provided gave the impetus for the dramatic emergence of the Irrawaddy Delta as a major force in the global rice trade in the latter half of the 19th century. This turned Burma into the rice bowl of the British Empire. To the colonialists at least, they mattered, as the testimony of Sir Harcourt Butler, the then governor of Burma, suggests. You represent a very important factor indeed in the life of the province. Without the assistance of the Chetiar banking system, Burma would have never achieved the wonderful advance of the last 25 to 30 years. The Burman today is a much wealthier man than he was 25 years ago. And for his state of affairs, the Chetiar deserves his thanks. 
One of the chief concerns the local population had with the Chettiars was the fact that they barely spent any money in the places they lived. Much like most Indian migration, money earned was remitted back home. And this came up in my conversation with Jai Semma as well. These are wooden sculptures. Mm. Uh, okay, so this dates back to your Chettiars. Oh, okay. Now this goes back to your Chettiars. Now, uh, I don't know if you know, so Chettiars are called Natakote Chettiars. So yeah. these are the guys who actually did uh, I think Kota means it's fort or something. Fort, exactly. Fort. Yeah. So large fort. I can't get the. Not Kota is country. So the country, country fort. fort. Country, country fort. fort. Yeah. So these are the guys. Even your sculptors, hmm. they actually were under the Chettiars. Okay. That's why even if you go to Karikudi today, hmm. you'd find a lot of wood carvings and all that done in Karikudi. Hmm. A lot. Now you had these huge chariots. So chariots were made of these particular wood that only the Chettiars could source. So you had all these huge, humongous chariots built by Chettiars. So were these uh, chariots made of Burmese teak or what kind of a wood was it? I really, I, okay. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Now, see, that's where Chettiars actually get another important role to play. Even in the society, even though they were I mean, considered as traders, to a large extent, they were actually treated as close to godly. Mm-hmm. Because these were the people who could actually build them chariots. These were the people who could actually help them with the funding of a temple. Mm-hmm. So Chettiyas were actually quite, uh, I would say they were revered a lot. Mm-hmm. Whatever said and done. In South India, Chettiyas were revered uh, from a godly perspective. Now, these were all made by Chettiyas. And this is from actually a chariot from Chidambaram, a temple Chidambaram, the Nataraja temple. Mm-hmm. It was the world's biggest chariot then. The chariot was demolished, which happens with many chariots. So this is all from that. And uh, It was sandblasted. Mm-hmm. It was treated for mites. But no paint, nothing has been done. So this is wood as it is in its elemental form. as it is in its elemental form. The reason why Chettiars were held in high regard is that the remittances financed the upkeep of the Shaivai Chetina temples. Burma still has a Tamil diaspora and boasts of more than one Chettiar temple. Every year, at the Murugan Hindu temple on Shwebonthar Street in Yangon, a procession with Lord Murugan placed on a bullock cart is seen. Closer home, the glorious Nataraja temple in Chidambaram, which Jai Simma refers to as well, was indeed financed by the Chettiars in their heyday. Unfortunately for them, their influence started to wane owing to a series of global events. The 1930s brought about the Great Depression and global trade collapsed. It affected the ability of Burmese farmers to repay debts and since their land was collateral, the Chettiars became landowners. However, there was no one who would buy their land from them to recover the money. Parallelly, nationalistic sentiments in Burma were on the rise and Chettiyas took some blame for the wretched condition of the locals. World War II was peaking and the impending Japanese invasion of Burma meant that the Chettiyas wound up and returned home empty-handed. The rise and fall of the Chettiyas in Burma is a unique story in the annals of Indian migration history. Their overall legacy is heavily contested, as locally they were seen as enablers and oppressors at the same time. Back home, the fact that a largely Buddhist agrarian population funded the glory and upkeep of Hindu temples is unmissable. It brings us to a unique crossroads in the history of migration. How do we celebrate the contested legacy of a community? How do we reconcile their fantastic cultural achievements with their questionable commerce? How does one see the actions of their own ancestors today? In an everyday fashion, isn't this at the heart of Jaisimha's conflict? 
an evocative emotional memory of his grandfather sharing space with owning ivory as we go about our daily lives we must in any small way possible preserve the individual stories and memories of our ancestors because we are after all the stories we tell of and to ourselves if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am utsav memory on twitter and yvtravel42 on instagram